Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello and welcome to a new episode of the Geek Town Behind the Scenes podcast. I'm your host Dave Elliott and on this episode we feature Amy Williams, the production designer on Amazon's new series The Wilds, which has just been renewed for a second season. Described as part survival drama, part dystopic slumber party, The Wilds follows a group of teen girls from different backgrounds who must fight for survival after a plane crash strands them on a deserted island. The castaways both clash and bond as they learn more about each other, the secrets they keep and the traumas they've all enjoyed. There is one little twist to this in that the girls did not end up on the island by accident. In the interview, Amy discusses filming the series on location in New Zealand, from finding the right beaches to building realistic makeshift shelters to finding somewhere else to shoot when a big shot movie director is taking up all the existing water tanks in the country. She also discusses recreating parts of the US in New Zealand and what happens when a pandemic hits and you've still got a few shots left to do. If you'd like to hear more behind the scenes interviews, don't forget to subscribe wherever you get your podcast by searching for Geek Town Radio. This will also give you our weekly Geek Town Radio podcast, which brings you all the latest TV, filming and gaming news. You can also go to the website at geektown.co.uk for your daily news stories and all the latest UK and US TV premiere dates. Here's the interview with Amy Williams, production designer on Amazon series The Wilds. really nice to be able to chat with you i've just watched the first episode of the wilds before we get into that individual show how about mm-hmm. we talk a little bit about you and how you got into the industry in the first place i grew up in the midwest and um i had always been kind of an art nerd you know always drawing and painting and creating little dioramas and things and i was into film but i went to school and i studied art i was an art history major and did some political philosophy and you know all elements that my mom thought could never get me employed. (laughs) I ended up moving to New York after I graduated and I worked in some art galleries and I curated some shows and worked with some of my art heroes. And it was really exciting to see the art world, but it was also very boring and it was very (laughs) quiet and it was really pretentious and it just wasn't the right setting for me. I wasn't creating anything or doing anything. And then I took an internship on a film, like a really teeny tiny awful film. And I suddenly discovered like, oh, well, all these silly various interests that I have kind of all work for this job because you have to have all these perspectives to recreate worlds. So it covered everything, you know, my love of architecture and gardening and art and composition and, you know, all of it and film and to kind of contribute to something visually was really exciting. And, you know, it wasn't boring. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, it's amazing the amount of people that I interview that are production designers that go, oh, oh, this is a job. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I had no idea. You know all the, the other jobs and you know theater and set designers, but I think this world is so much more interesting. So it's kind of good that we're promoting it lately so that we kind of have the next generation coming in and people are keen to what we do. Yeah, and uh, the TV show you're working on, it's a new YA series for Amazon called The Wilds. Um, yes. And by the time this goes out, it will have just been released onto Amazon. The basic premise of it is it's a group of teen girls who survive a plane crash, but it turns out that they're not on this island that they've crashed on by accident, essentially. Correct. It is not what it seems. Yes. And it's really interesting, the opening episode of it, because uh, that's gone out already. You managed to shoot that in New Zealand. Was this all shot prior to the lockdown? Yes. We technically wrapped in March of 2020, and we had to, we shot entirely in New Zealand, and we had our very last, like, big hero location that we were going to use. This is big army base in New Zealand, and it was magnificent, and we had spent tons of time. We, we designed sets around this location, and, and then in February, they approached our location manager and said, we're going to use this as a potential quarantine space no. for a possible pandemic. So, you know, we shifted gears and New Zealand was, of course, more prepared than, than any other country. Pretty much everywhere else, yeah. Yeah. So at the time, it was really a drag and it was like, oh, this is really happening. This is something that'll affect us. And so the, the last three days of the shoot had to happen in LA where we had to, you know, reschedule location and, and get things going. But, you know, that was perfectly fine because a lot of the episode takes place in the United States, but we were cheating it in New Zealand. Yeah. So it was nice not to swap out sockets and plugs and <laughs> left-hand drive vehicles and all that thing. Yeah, yeah, that's quite useful. There's a bunch of interesting sets on this show, which given it's set on an island, you wouldn't necessarily think so, but there is some sort of flash backwards and forwards, as you yeah. say, between sort of LA and, and the island. The opening scene, though, I mean, it's a bunch of the girls that are in the water. So dealing with a sort of underwater scene you're filling things with plane wreckage uh, i mean you know i'm assuming that will yeah. come back throughout the show as well how was that to film was that done in tanks or we, how were you dealing with that that was done in tanks they only have one or two proper tanks in new zealand and i think that james cameron was taking them up for his, <laughs> of his course project. he was yeah so we had to use this sort of like water canoe park um, where they <laughs> whitewater rafting but it had the depth and we built some fuselages that we could sink in the water and we built some sh shallow areas and ABC is very protective of their cast and crew so the water had to be heated to a certain temperature and New Zealand uh, West Coast beaches are dangerous and they're cold and they're you know they're really inhospitable people go missing all the time so of course you know we didn't put the actors yeah. in there too often they did get in there and there were certain Certainly like stunt people, but yeah, props to the special effects department and, and the VFX department for making it look like ocean. Yeah, you really wouldn't know looking at that opening sequence. And is that your first experience dealing with water things like that? And was that tricky to deal with? It definitely was the most stunt-like. I work in very like naturalistic, realistic narratives. You know, I live in New York City, so I design a lot of shows in New York. Um, there's not as much need for big water stunts. Gosh, yeah. But I loved it. 
it was really great. It's always, you know, every project brings on a different set of challenges and making things work in the water and testing out buoyancy and all this fun stuff. It's, you know, it was pretty cool. And the island itself, as somebody that's sort of production designing stuff, you'd think that would be slightly limiting given that they've crashed on an island. They're only going to have certain things around that they can build sets out of. But that must have been quite an interesting creative challenge for you. Yeah, it was really great. You know, the, the reason we selected New Zealand and the reason they shot there, you know, for many reasons, but the beach had the right look. It's, it's very inhospitable. It's kind of dangerous. It's not like the girls are landing on some tropical island and you've got fruit on the trees. Mm. The creator really wanted to make it difficult on them and really wanted to not give them a lot of options and not give them that like pleasant, happy landscape. So, it was, you know, it was it was a challenge because we ended up shooting, I think, at four or five different beaches because we kind of overstayed our welcome with the locals and <laughs> certain seasons were restricted and off limits and they're very protective of their environment there so you know we weren't allowed to do night shooting and there's certain birds and species that you have to be sensitive to so we ended up at a few very like notable beaches one was Piha, the other one is a beach called Bethel's Beach and then by the end of the series we found a private beach and we dug out roads and we made our own infrastructure and we could shoot when we wanted and then we also had to take over a big warehouse and build a night beach so that we could do things like you know flooding and rain and water and wow. you know just uh keep everyone safe and happy wow yeah that was the night beach was pretty cool it was like this massive football stadium of just black sand and rocks that we brought in and i honestly think it looks so good like seamlessly with the vfx and props to the dps for lighting it really well you i don't think anyone can tell yeah presumably they're building shelters and things on there so was that quite fun having to use the stuff that was around to kind of set all that up yeah i think the shelter we had the most meetings about the shelter because you know we wanted to create something that was unique that you hadn't really seen before but also was plausible as far as things they could collect and also to give it sort of a, a beauty and to sort of easily sync with the the landscape so to do the shelter we used a lot of the the girls clothing and things that had washed up on the beach as well as a lot of driftwood i really liked the idea of having the black sand beach with very bleached out driftwood to right. just sort of like a really stark contrast and so that was fun and there's there's an episode where the girls have a competition and they divide up and they each build a shelter and you know whichever shelter wins you know there's a, a big prize at the end um so we got to create two and one we got to completely destroy <laughs> that's awesome outside of the island you know as you say some of it's based back in LA as well so you had some other things that you had to build like there, there was a beauty pageant in there I believe yes we had a Texan beauty pageant which we shot in New Zealand <laughs> and we had there was like a good morning America type set that we created a lot of the um, the girls backstories we did Native American reservation that was supposed to take place in Minnesota yeah it was kind of all different regions you know we cheated uh cambridge massachusetts and new york and it was a lot of a uh, trickery <laughs> <laughs> as there should be with your job i think <laughs> yeah 
So any particular favorite set that you created of that show? You see it at the end of the pilot, which is called the Dawn of Eve headquarters, which is sort of where the mastermind oversees all of this. And that was really fun to design, to sort of give it this like large scale contrast and sleekness that you just don't have on the island. And I was particularly proud that the directive was to create a surveillance room. And my thought would it would be really interesting if instead of, you know, a bunch of monitors that you normally see in a surveillance room, if we did just a big, massive projection and it was, and it was very like high tech and hands on and you could shrink things and you, know, you could sort of see the mastermind just surrounded by these girls and, you know, see them reflected back onto her and, and see her shadow. So, I, you know, I think that was really fun to play with, to sort of get to play with light and sound and reflection and, and all of that. Right. Sounds like you've got a little bit of sort of minority report kind of moving things around in there. Yeah. And, you know, there's a lot of surveillance that takes place on the island and hidden cameras and things like that. So it was fun. And we actually ended up using the space to screen the first episode with the cast and crew because it was essentially like a big movie theater <laughs> so it was practical too that's very cool were there any scenes that were particularly challenging for you to create definitely creating a fuselage that we sunk in the water was a logistical nightmare <laughs> um not using a traditional pool I think the biggest challenge overall was faking a lot of things to look like some fairly iconic and different regional areas in America. And also just the sheer distance that we would travel on a daily basis between beautiful waterfalls and beaches and back into Auckland to get some practical convenience stores. And so there was a lot of time spent on the road going to and fro and hundreds and hundreds of miles going back and forth. So that was a challenge. And Aaron, any scenes that you'd like to specifically point out in the show that you would like people to look out for? You know, there's a lot of Easter eggs without giving away any spoiler alerts to kind of look for. I really like the scenes that happen between the FBI agents and the girls. It's sort of this unknown, scary looking bunker type prison setting. And I think the way the mystery unfolds over the episodes is interesting and kind of uh, the whole thing it's based around these girls and they come off as stereotypes in the first episode. And as you go on into the episode, things get darker and you really get to meet these personalities and see their complexities. And, uh, you know, it's just beautiful. It's a, it's a great think piece on youth in America. And it's even great for like us older people to kind of look back on your adolescence and you see all these mistakes and beautiful moments and fresh new ideas and insecurities. And it's all there kind of represented in all these women and the actors are just incredible like it was great to create environments but once they got into the set it's like it was it was done it was made mm. they killed it yeah i really enjoyed the first episode amazon don't do ya series that much you know there's possibly this and alex Ryder maybe but when yeah. they do it they do it with although technically it's a ya series it tends to have a much broader appeal than that and uh, i think they do such a brilliant job with them so and i love the first episode 
episode. So I'm very much looking forward to watching the rest of it. Yeah, it's, it's got, you know, some depth and some darkness and some realism that I haven't seen anywhere else. And it also definitely reminiscent of Lost and that sort of story structure that leaves you hanging from episode to episode. And, you know, the mystery is there. Yeah. Um, so it was nice to kind of jump back in that world because I don't think I felt that since Lost. Yeah, I mean, there is always going to be some comparison to Lost whenever you set anything on an island that has yeah. a mystery attached to it. So but, yeah. uh, that's no bad thing, you know? I mean, Lost was a fabulous show. So with this, obviously, that's all now done. Can you say what you're working on at the moment or what you're working on next? Right now, I'm on a project in London for Netflix. Its code name is Tea Time, and that's kind of all I can tell you about it. <laughs> right. It's a series for Netflix. I'm really excited about how we're shooting it. We're shooting all on film, and we started this production before the pandemic hit the right. world. Um, so we're really lucky to be back on it after, you know, a six month hiatus. And luckily we only have seven more days of filming and seven more days of testing. And yeah, <laughs> so it's been interesting working in this kind of new set of rules. Yeah. Hopefully we can get back to normal at some point next year. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, if the wilds goes on to a second season in New Zealand, it might even be like normal life. <laughs> well, yeah. Given that it's New Zealand as well, who seem to have really handled this pandemic well so uh, that would be yeah. lovely I mean that's the place you want to be filming so last couple of questions for you um, mm-hmm. so the first question is what TV shows are you watching at the moment I am watching The Crown <laughs> of course uh, it's just I don't have a lot of time while I'm filming and I felt like okay I've got to finish out The Crown while I'm living in London it's only appropriate <laughs> and I watched Queen's Gambit yeah which is great you know I love the production design on that show it was really good so yeah those are my two shows and then I'm you know gonna demolish the wilds once again and relive it <laughs> you get extra brownie points for picking two Netflix shows when you're working on a Netflix show as well <laughs> keeping it on bright I should throw out an Amazon but you know it's hard for me to stream it over here with right. the uh, yeah. with everything yes. but yeah I, you know I, I love all the networks I work for you know HBO is great and Amazon has, has treated me really well with two series and, yeah um, and you've worked with Apple as well didn't you you did a little yeah Apple, and I really so. enjoyed my experience with Apple so um, I think you know my next project is going to be with Apple I'm excited about that one. Oh, cool yeah so. they're doing great jobs the uh, streaming services at the moment and the last question if you had the opportunity to work on any TV show it can be something from the past something present some sort of future genre not something you've worked on what would it be oh you know I really think X-Files <laughs> that's a great show to work on yeah I was a big fan of X-Files back in the day so I would choose that one you know I'm also a sucker for um, any period shows creating history and doing all the research and I might be uh, up there with like a BBC show maybe <laughs> <laughs> yeah I mean X-Files would be a great one to work on because the amount of variation from set to set must be insane on a show like yeah, that yeah you so. know and I, I think looking back it would have been amazing to work with David Lynch Twin Peaks that series was formative yeah Twin Peaks yeah yeah, yeah. I could uh, understand that as well well I will let you go thank you for coming on and chatting you can maybe come back on again when the uh, Netflix series comes out you can talk yeah, about yeah you're gonna love it I think it's really different and I'm very excited about the story we're telling so it's been lovely chatting with you it'd be great to have you back on again in the future great to meet you and you bye bye
Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you.